Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Remer by Avram Goldhar, and today Masechus Gittin Daf Memof, the fourth parak Hashaleach. The Zichud Masechus Gittin program has been generously sponsored by Zeicha Nishmas Chaya Hadas Basender. So the three daps we're going to focus on number one. The mission on the previous daf taught Evich Asal Rabu Apotiki Lacherim, a slave whose master designated him as payment to another in case he would be unable to pay. Vashichuro and he freed him. By rights, the slave has no obligations, but for Tikkun Olam, the master is forced to free him, and the slave pays his value to the master. Rabbi Shem Gamliel says the one who freed him pays his value, not the slave. Two pshatim are given. Rav explains that the first master of freedom, which is effective and releases the lien from the slave, the slave should owe nothing, but since the creditor may publicly accuse him of being his slave, the rabbis force the second master to write against Shechor, and the slave compensates him. Rabbi Shimon Megamuel says it's the first master who freedom who must pay the credit of the slave's value. And the more explains they argue about one who damages his friend's lien, such as the first master who released the slave from the lien, if he's obligated to pay damages. Ula says the second master of freedom, which fundamentally is ineffective, and the slave is not a full Jew, but because Yatzalab Shem ben Chorin, he became known as a free man. The first master is forced to free him, and the Tanaim dispute if it's the slave or creditor who must compensate him. Pointing to the next mission states regarding a slave that belonged to two brothers or two partners, where one of them freed the slave from his share, Misha Chetzu Eved Vechetzu Ben Chorin, one who's half slave and half free man, Basil will say, Ovid is Rabu Yom Echod Vetz Asmo Yom Echod. He works one day for his master and one day for himself. Beishamay object, Dikantem is Rabu Vetz Asmo Dikantem. You've resolved his master's problem, but you've not resolved his own problem of being unable to marry, since he's forbidden both to a slave woman and a free woman. He cannot abstain for the Pasik says, He did not create the world to be desolate. He formed it to be inhabited. Rather, we force the master to free him fully, and the slave pays for a second half. Beisilva ultimately retracted to rule like Beishamai. And point number three, it was taught in a brace of Meshachar Chetzi Abdel, one who frees half his slave. Rebbe says he acquires his freed half and becomes a half slave. But the Chum say it's ineffective and he remains a full slave. Rebbe says that all agree that a slave can be partially freed through money based on a drusha. Their dispute concerns partial freeing through a get shichur, whether this method of emancipation is compared to the method of money or is compared to the get of a woman, which cannot operate partially. Rabbi Yosef says the Malchok is regarding partial freeing through money. Rebbe holds Vahafte Niftasa and redeemed, she was not redeemed, implies Puduya Ve'ena Puduya. She's redeemed, but not fully redeemed. But the Chamim say, Dibra Torah Kalashim Adam. The Torah spoke in the language commonly used by men. Based on a bright story, Yosef ultimately explains that the Tanaim disagree about partial emancipation, both regarding money and regarding a get shichur. He's challenged from our mission, which discusses the status of a half-slave, which, in his opinion, can only occur according to Rebbe. Ravina answers that the mission refers to a slave owned by partners, where one freed his entire share. So once again, the three points are number one. The mission on the previous daf taught, A slave whose master designated him as payment to another in case he would be unable to pay, and he freed him. By rights, the slave has no obligations, but for Tikkun Olam, the master is forced to free him, and the slave pays his value to the master. Rameshim Gamliel says the one who freed him pays his value, not the slave. Two pshatim are given. Rav explains that the first master of freedom, which is effective, and releases the lien from the slave. The slave should owe nothing, but since the creditor may publicly accuse him of being his slave, the rabbis force the second master to write against Shechor, and the slave compensates him. Rabban Shimon Megamuel says it's the first master who freed him who must pay the credit of the slave's value. And the more explains they argue about one who damages his friend's lien, such as the first master who released the slave from the lien, if he's obligated to pay damages. 
Ooh, says the second master of freedom, which fundamentally is ineffective, and the slave is not a full Jew, but because Yatsal Rabshem ben Chorin, he became known as a free man. The first master is forced to free him, and the Tanaim dispute if it's the slave or creditor who must compensate him. Pointing to the next mission states regarding a slave that belonged to two brothers or two partners, where one of them freed the slave from his share, Misha Chetzio Eved Vechetzio ben Chorin, one who's half slave and half free man, Basil will say, he works one day for his master and one day for himself. You've resolved his master's problem, but you've not resolved his own problem of being unable to marry, since he's forbidden both to a slave woman and a free woman. He cannot abstain for the Pasuk says, He did not create the world to be desolate, he formed it to be inhabited. Rather, we force the master to free him fully, and the slave pays for a second half. Basil will ultimately retract it to rule like Beishamai. And point number three, it was taught in a brisa, Meshachar Chetzi Abdel, one who frees half his slave. Rebbe says he acquires his freed half and becomes a half slave. But the Chum say it's ineffective and he remains a full slave. Rebbe says that all agree that a slave can be partially freed through money, based on a drusha. Their dispute concerns partial freeing through a get shichur, whether this method of emancipation is compared to the method of money, or is compared to the get of a woman, which cannot operate partially. Rabbi Yosef says the Malchok is regarding partial freeing through money. Rebbe holds Vahafte Lonifdasa and redeemed, she was not redeemed, implies Puduya Ve'ena Puduya. She's redeemed but not fully redeemed. But the Chamim say, Deeper Torah Kalashim Bani Adam. The Torah spoke in the language commonly used by men. Based on a bright story, Yosef ultimately explains that the Tanaim disagree about partial emancipation both regarding money and regarding a get shikhur. He's challenged from our mission, which discusses the status of a half-slave, which, in his opinion, can only occur according to Rebbe. Ravina answers that the mission refers to a slave owned by partners, where one freed his entire share. All right, so now we go to our Simmonduff Memoff, and our standard simon is a grandma, a grandma. So here goes. The grandma with the green hair who designated one of her slaves as an apotheki on a loan to buy some knitting needles and then freed him rebuked her two grandsons, where one had freed his half of a slave and told them that the poor slave won't be able to marry a shivcha or a nice Jewish girl, and that her knitting partner said even one person freeing half his slave via money or get shivchah is questionable. Once again, it's a motion. The grandma, grandma, that must be enough. Memolov. The grandma with the green hair who designated one of her slaves as an apotheki on a loan to buy some knitting needles and then freed him, which reminds us the mission of the previous stuff taught that an evid whose master designated him as an apotheki as payment to another in case he would be unable to pay, and he freed him by rights the slave has no obligations, but for Tikkun Olam the master is forced to free him, and the slave pays his value to the master. Ramashim Gamliel says the one who freed him pays his value, not the slave. Two different shatim for the Melchokas are given. So the grandma with the green hair who designated one of her slaves as an apotheki on a loan to buy some knitting needles and then freed him, rebuked her two grandsons where one had freed his half of a slave and told them that the poor slave won't be able to marry a shivcha or a nice Jewish girl. Which reminds us, the next mission states, Misha Chetzio Ebed Vichetzio Ben Chorin, one who is half slave and half free man. Basil will say, Ovid is Rabbo Yom Echad as Atzmo Yom Echad. He works one day for his master and one day for himself. Beishamai object, Dikantim is Rabbo Vez You've resolved his master's problem, but you have not resolved his own problem of being unable to marry, since he's forbidden to both a slave woman and a free woman. Basil ultimately retracted and ruled like Beishamai. So the grandma with the green hair who designated one of her slaves as an apotheki on a loan to buy some knitting needles and then freed him, rebuked her two grandsons where one had freed his half of a slave and told them that the poor slave won't be able to marry a shivcha or a nice Jewish girl, and that her knitting partner said even one person freeing half his slave via money or get shikhur 
is questionable. Which reminds us, it was taught in the price if one frees half his Evid. Rebbe says he acquires his freed half and becomes a half-slave. But the Chalmers say it's ineffective and he remains a full slave. Rebbe says that they all agree that a slave can be partially freed through money based on a drusha. Their dispute concerns partial freeing through a get shikhur, where this method of emancipation is compared to the other method of money or is compared to a get of a woman which cannot operate partially. Rabbi Yosef explains that the Tanaim disagree about partial emancipation both regarding money and regarding a get shikhur. So once again, the grandma with the green hair who designated one of her slaves as an apotheki on a loan to buy some knitting needles and then freed him, rebuked her two grandsons where one had freed his half of a slave and then told them that the poor slave won't be able to marry a shivcha or a nice Jewish girl and that her knitting partner said even one person freeing half his slave via money or a get shikhur is questionable. All right, so now it's time for four blah back Hazara. Daf Lamed Zayin. So the simmer Daf Lamed Zayin is laser tag. So here goes. The Balkhov shooting his green laser tag gun at borrowers with loan documents, not cancelled by Shemitah, which reminds us, the Gemara discusses two types of loans that are not cancelled by Shemitah. Rabbi Yochan and Rishakish hold that a loan in a Shtar Sheesh is not cancelled by Shemitah because the payment is considered already in possession of the lender. And a Malves Chaver Maus Al Mashkam, one who lends his friend money on collateral, does not relinquish the loan in Shemitah. Rav explains that a lender acquires a movable collateral considering the payment in his possession. So the Balkhov shooting his green laser tag gun at Borwas with loan documents, not cancelled by Shemitah, was happy to put down his gun and say, I'm relinquishing the debt to a borrower who approached him to repay, who then responded, even so, I wish to pay, which reminds us. A different mission in Shvi's states regarding a borrower repaying a debt cancelled by Shemitah, Sarak Shiyomar Mishamadani, the creditor must say to him, I'm relinquishing the debt. And if the debtor said, even so, I wish to pay, he may accept the money from him, as it says, the Zed Dvar HaShemitah. And this is the matter of relinquishment. Dvar is darshaned as speaking, Dibor teaching, that the creditor must verbalize a relinquishment before accepting payment. So the Balkhov shooting his green laser tag gun at borrowers with loan documents, not cancelled by Shemitah, was happy to put down his gun and say, I'm relinquishing the debt to a borrower who approached him to repay, who then responded, even so, I wish to pay, and then gave a laser tag vest and gun to a captive slave who had been ransomed to be a free man and told him, enjoy these. You're a free man, which reminds us. The next Mishnah states, Evich Nishba Ufadau, a slave who was taken captive and other Jews ransomed him. Imushum Evid if they ransom him to be a slave, he's enslaved. Imushu ben Chorin will if they ransom him to be a free man, he's not enslaved. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says that in either case he returns to enslavement. Two different Pshatim are given for this Mishnah. Daf Ramadhes. So the Simmer Daf Ramadhes is a double lock, a liquid, and we use chicken soup. So here goes. The Jew who is acquired by an adulterer to make his delicious chicken soup. Chicken soup? That must be more enough. The Jew who is acquired by an adulterer to make his delicious chicken soup and work next to idolaters who were acquired as well, which reminds us, although idolaters cannot acquire each other's bodies as ordinary property, they can acquire their labor based on a kavach homer. An idolater can even acquire a Jew for his labor, as taught in Kedushin Davchaf Amad Aleph, so certainly he can acquire another idolater. So the Jew who is acquired by an adulterer to make his delicious chicken soup and work next to idolaters who are acquired as well was shocked when he saw the promiscuous a slave woman belonged to a Jew next door who also made chicken soup was freed, which reminds us. The more relates that there was a slave woman in Pumpendisa with whom men were sinning. Abaya said, if not for Rabbi Yehuda saying in the name of Shmuel, anyone who frees a slave transgresses a positive commandment of you shall work them forever, I would force her master to free her so she could marry a Jew who would guard her. Ravina said the Rabbi Yehuda would agree to free her in this case, Mishum Milsa de Isur, because of the matter of prohibitions transgressed. So the Jew who was acquired by an adulterer 
to make this delicious chicken soup and worked next to idolaters were acquired as well. What shocked me he saw the promiscuous slave woman belonging to a Jew next door who also made chicken soup was freed simply by her master being Makdisha, which reminds us, Rabbah said in Rav's name, Hamakdisha Avdo Yatzalacheros. Someone is Makdisha's slave, the slave goes free. He explains Gufi Lokadish, his body cannot be sanctified since he's neither fit for a sacrifice nor his building materials, but the Melo Kamra, and he didn't say that he was being Makdish the value of the slave to donate that amount, so this too was not his intent. Rather, Dilahavi Am Kadushka Amra, he was saying he should become one of the holy nation, the Jews. Daflamates, so the Simr Daflamates is a letter, and we often use a mailman. So here goes. The master was Makdish, his mailman, slave mailman. That must have run off. Lamates, letter, mailman. The master was Makdish, his mailman, slave with long hair, ready to be cut. Which reminds us, it was taught in Brisa, Makdish Avdo ain't molding boat. If one is Makdish, his slave, one does not transgress me'ila through benefiting from the slave. Ramachim Gamliel says, Moling Besaro, one transgresses me'ila through benefiting from his hair. The Gemara establishes that everyone agrees the slave becomes hectish, but is not subject to me'ila because the slave is considered like land, which is excluded from me'ila. The Machokas is explained, Besaro omitly gazes they're arguing about a hair which is ready to be cut. Robin Shimon It's considered as if it's already cut and no longer considered land and thus subject to Meila. And the Tanakama holds it's not considered cut. So the master was Maktish's mailman slave with long hair, ready to be cut, had him deliver a message to the recently deceased Ger's slave that he's free and doesn't need a get since he's considered like the Ger's wife. Which reminds more relates to Shita that Avdad the Ger ki Ishto, a convert slave, is like his wife based on the Gezer Shava. My Ishto Mishtalech is below get just as his wife is released without a get when he dies, of Avadah Mishtalchim below get, so too his slaves are released without a get shikhar when he dies. This is not the case with the slaves of an ordinary Jew who are inherited by his heirs. The Gemara notes that, however, that if a Jew is mafkir slave and then dies, the slave would go free without a get shikhar since he's not inherited. So the master was Makdish, his mailman slave with long hair, ready to be cut, had him deliver a message to the recently deceased Ger slave that he's free and doesn't need a get, since he's considered like the Ger's wife, and then to bring a get shikhur to the shivcha harufa, because paying money alone does not complete her freedom, which reminds us that only a get shikhur and not paying money completes the freedom of a shivcha harufa. Daf Mem, so the Simmer Daf Mem is a pool. So here goes. The tranquil scene of the freed slave getting married to a free woman in front of his master by the pretty green pool. Pool, that must be on Daf Mem, Mayim. The tranquil scene of the freed slave getting married to a free woman in front of his master by the pretty green pool, which reminds us, Rabbi said, says bas rabo, a slave who marries a free woman in the presence of his master, Yatzalah Harris. He goes free because his master would not have allowed this if he had not previously freed him. So the tranquil scene of the freed slave getting married to a free woman in front of his master by the pretty green pool, attended by a sad slave whose master had made him hefker and therefore could not get married, which reminds us. A Maymar said, a mafkir abdo, one who is mafkir a slave, also evit in takana. That slave has no remedy to marry. He explains that once the master monetarily disowned him, only regarding prohibition to marry Jews is he in the master's domain, and he cannot free this dominion in a slave he does not monetarily own. Another version of a Maymar is quoted. So the tranquil scene of the freed slave getting married to a free woman in front of his master by the pretty green pool, attended by a sad slave whose master had made him hefker and therefore could not get married, was disturbed when a master in the crowd whispered to his friend, I made pony my slave into a free man. And the slave sitting next to him responded vehemently, he did not make me free. Which reminds us, it was taught in the Brisa, Omer Asisi Pony Avdi Ben Chorin, one who says, I made pony my slave into a free man. 
And the slave says, He did not make me free. We presume that he transferred the get shikhur to the slave through another person who acquired it on the slave's behalf who wasn't aware of it. Alright, so now it's time to conclude the pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one. Which did they learn that only a get shikhur and not paying money completes the freedom of a shivcha harufa? That's on Duff. Amatas. Good number two. Which of the one that Amemar said, one who is mafkir slave, also evet enwotakana, that slave has no remedy to marry, that's on Dav? Ma'am. Good number three. Which Dav brings two different sources for the concept of Hefker, based in Hefker, that's on Dav? Lamed Vav. Good number four. Which of the one a person freeing half his slave via money or a get shikhur is questionable if it works, that's on Dav? Memov. Good number five. Which stuff do we discuss a case of a slave who was in a potiki for a loan and was subsequently freed? That's on Duff. Memov. Good number six. Which stuff do we have Mokokas of an Almana can vow to collect Ksuba after she remarries? That's on Duff. Good number seven. Which stuff do we discuss a case where the master told someone he freed a slave and the slave said he was not freed? That's on Duff. Ma'am. Good number eight. Which of the one that one must free is Chesi Evid Chesi Ben Chorin because he cannot marry anyone in that state. That's on Duff. Ma'am. Good number nine. Which of the one a convert slave is like his wife, just as a wife is released without a get when he dies, so too his slaves are released without a get shikhur when he dies. That's on Duff. Amatas. Good number ten. Which of the one is when one is Makdisha's slave if the slave goes free? That's on Duff. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is everybody. Ram Goldham Zikhu wishing you a great day and great learning.